0: What, do you hate homeless people, PETA? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands.
1: I'm back. Back on my bullshit. What is meme if not airhorn persevering? No, this is... this is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not
0: ready for what I've got today. And I've <laughs> apparently hit the very end of my attention span.
1: Give me like 30 seconds. I'm looking for rhymes.
2: Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how Cult of the Lamb sounds like the title of a curriculum they'd use at the church camp I used to go to (laughs) and not a fun (laughs) indie video game.
1: How close is Cult of the Lamb from Acquire the Fire? Whoa,
2: oh man, Acquire the Fire unlocked a really deep memory in my brain. Yikes, I don't want to think about how much I played that CD.
1: Personal favorite of debate, this Acquire the Fire.
2: Okay, anyway, as we (laughs) enter quarter four of season five, I decided it was time to reopen a can of worms we haven't touched in nearly two years. See, here at DT Exclamation Point HQ, we have a lot of different departments. We've got the nerds in R&D, the JRPG division, Ayo. the comics panel, the retro <laughs> subcommittee, and even the anime cohort. Ayo. But there is <laughs> <laughs> But there is one department here at DT Exclamation Point HQ, which, while criminally underutilized, has produced some of the best content that we've published. Now, while some may say the DT Exclamation Point HQ Bureau of IRL Sports is just a desk I put in the sports (laughs) shed behind the office. I consider the DT exclamation point H-Q-B-O-I-R-L-S to be one of our most innovative branches. So, I've alerted the execs that the think tank is ready to break into the athletic world and they communed with the old gods to develop a task for us today. Excellent. Thank you, I worked really hard on that one. (laughs) What has been sent to me through an inter-office memo is as follows. It's been years since gamers have been able to feel what it's like to be a professional athlete doing mundane things only barely related to the sport of that professional athlete.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: While Shaq Fu may have left some bad taste in the mouths of publishers, who could forget Michael Jordan and the chaos he faced in Windy City or the cosmic cultural touchstone that was Bill Lambeer's combat basketball? Yes. Well, the execs <laughs> want us to recapture that magic, and they've asked us to decide which pro athlete should be the protagonist of their own non sports game. This week, I've asked Kyle Springfield Isotopes Harper, <laughs> Todd San Fierro 69ers Thomas, and Andrew Monroeville Zombies Henderson to strap on a set of loner pads and wring the sweat from the locker rooms straight to the palms of the gamers unfortunately i am the sports guy in this group of friends and thus needed to call it a ringer so with the first and only draft pick of this sports podcast i've selected rudy metropolis general's strong better known as deuces okay. of the Geekset podcast deuces welcome to the show
4: hey man i'm excited to be here so <laughs> well, there's a couple of reasons why i'm super excited to be here we literally went down this rabbit hole in our podcast like two episodes ago right we was and we found out because that that's when we got introduced to one that we didn't know about but it was called scotty pippen in slam city Wow, oh, i remember that and what made this game different this was during the sega cd age mm-hmm. it wasn't like a a game it was like a a UPS, like a like it was like a, a like a school, like middle school like tutorial, like it was like live action film, like they filmed it. So it was oh, like Oh, it was w- full motion video. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh boy. But this is what we also learned. We created this whole story about Michael Jordan because of this. So Shaq Fu came out, right? And then <laughs> Barkley Shut Up and Jam came out, right? And they came out yeah. within the same year, but Michael Jordan, in Windy City, remember at that time, he wasn't in any NBA video games. It was number 99 on the Bulls. And it looked yep, like him, yep. remember, like that? So we was like, where did this game come from? And we, like, based off of the uh, documentary, we was like, we know that Michael Jordan is petty. And we know how petty Charles Barkley and Shaq was with Michael Jordan, that I believe that Shaq and Charles Barkley was like, yeah, we got these video games coming out. And Jordan was like, well, y'all ain't better than me. And then it was like, <laughs> wait, wait, y'all got a video game? <laughs> All right, because if you look at the release, it goes Charles Barkley shut up and jam, and then NBA Live was coming out in that mu- in the next month, and then yeah. the month after that it was Shaq Fu. But so randomly out of nowhere, NBA Live and the uh, Michael Jordan <laughs> chaos in the Windy City came out in the same month, and it was like, why would EA Sports put out two like games Compete like basketball? And man. I yeah. feel like I feel like Michael Jordan was like. Yeah. Called them up like, look, if y'all want to do any work with me, I need this video game, but I need it to come out before
3: Shaq's. Before Shaq's. <laughs> <Before Shacks. laughs>
4: yeah. right. I need it before Shaq's. Basically so I... <laughs> the 1994
1: space race.
4: <laughs>
1: now, Deuces, do you, do you believe space that? Space race joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, do you believe that Michael Jordan colon chaos in the Windy City walked so that Space Jam could run?
4: I can see that. I can, well, <laughs> I, 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 I can see that I, you know, I, I take it. I take. I take. Multiverses more so because if you yeah. think about it, in the game, the basketballs had powers, and in multiverses, LeBron James is throwing basketballs at <laughs> yeah. you. I think. I, I think it's more so that. But yeah, that was the most wildest game ever. Because even when you go back and look at the storyline, I believe this game was done, and then Michael Jordan came and they said, "All right, we'll just make the character Jordan and we put it in Chicago."
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh it yeah. No Probably no. It
4: happened
0: all the time in that era like last minute like like image Swats reskinnings like mm-hmm. and yeah because
4: yeah. also in the game it's him saving his teammates that's all ego. That's like, oh, the world is going I yeah. Y'all need me, you Michael need Jordan. Me.
0: <laughs> Something Michael Jordan absolutely would not do in real life.
1: <laughs> I think my my two favorites of that game is, one, the fact that, like, half of the enemies are just, like, Vectrix versions of basketballs, like, fused <laughs> oh together. And then the um, second is the the MIDI sound clips of Michael Jordan saying, it's showtime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
4: So I say all that to say I am excited to be here today. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: So the secret is that I stole this episode from that episode of Geek Set. I heard that and I was like, well, that is a really good idea. Somebody should do something about it. So speaking of Geek Set deuces, why don't you tell the folks where it is that you are from?
4: All right, well, I've I've come to realize that the best way for me to do it is to do my intro, so I'm going to do my intro.
3: Please all do. Right, so,
4: all right, welcome back to the Geek Set Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together. I'm your boy, Deuces, and this is the place where blurs shine every day.
0: Dig it! Hell yeah!
4: Incredible! That rules!
0: Amazing! That <laughs>
4: just
2: you. made Thank this you. podcast cooler than it's ever been since the very day that we started. Yes. Low bar. Low bar.
1: Yeah,
2: right on. Well, welcome. You guys want to
1: talk about Vetrix some more? <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't. What I want to talk about is this pitch. So obviously, it has to start with a protagonist. We need a main character who we can just brand the absolute shit out of. So. Which athlete are you bringing to the table today? And just so I know you actually did your research, what team are they from? And why are they a notable choice here? Yeah. Also, why don't you go ahead and give us the title of your new
0: game? Kyle, we'll start with you. All right, Matt. So, Miles Gilbert Tim Horton had a dream. And that dream <laughs> was to be one of the best hockey players to ever play the game. And he did it. He played for the the Maple Leafs, the Rangers, the Penguins. He has been named one of the hundred greatest NHL players in history. Um, he he did it in this book report. I will. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm getting there. After he did that, he had a second dream, and that second dream was to open one of the world's most successful donut franchises in North America. Wow. And he did that too. Have you guys heard of Tim Hortons? Same guy. <laughs> So, in Tim Horton's Donut Tycoon, you will play (laughs) as Tim Horton, building your fast donut empire from the ground up. That's the game. Tim Horton's Donut Tycoon. (laughs) Okay. Question. I'm Question. really
2: interested to hear more. Go I, ahead. Todd.
5: Maybe I'll talk more about this later. Is this like other versions of Tycoon s games where I can make a donut launch <laughs> off of its track into the ocean, or can I? That's in the That's in the DLC. <laughs> All
2: right, I, I'll reserve my questions for later then. <laughs> so I do have to say. I was curious, and I went to Wikipedia, and I looked at the Wikipedia page for Tim Horton, and I have to say that the intro to your answer looks a little familiar, Kyle. You mean Tim Horton, who was named one of the top
0: 100 greatest NHL players in history, Tim Horton? Yeah. I, I breezed through the hockey to get to the donuts,
2: Matt.
3: That's...
0: <laughs>
2: Man, I've been playing hockey for 10 years, and so have I. Todd, go ahead. So,
5: Matt... The state of Ohio is known for many things, a a record number of astronauts. People just can't wait to get out of the state and they launch themselves into the atmosphere to do so. Um, It's also known as just being a birthplace for some major innovation. And then obviously, Ohio is known for other things like Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) The thing of Cleveland? Yeah, let's face it. Okay, Ohio is kind of a mixed bag. So that's why when we have something good, we need to take it run it into the end zone and put it on the highest pedestal until it does something problematic and we instantly write them off for it. So when you have an idol, a hometown hero, you treat them as such. Enter Joe Burrow, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals and all around like generally good guy. So Joe is the hometown hero of southeast Ohio who just soared to the heights of Heisman winner, all the way to a Super Bowl contender in just 2 years in the NFL. He is humble, he is driven, he works hard, and he is honestly in large part responsible for why Southeast Ohio Food Bank raised over a million dollars. It was an incredible thing that, that swept uh, the wow. nation by, yeah. The planes is where the, the food bank is. They were not ready for it. That is why Joe Burrow is the ideal candidate to be a leading character on a questing game. A questing game showing how <laughs> he can only leave a wake of goodness. In his trail. Everywhere he goes, the world is made infinitely better by the things he does in this long-spanning, epic questing game. So I am thrilled today to bring you Joe Burrow and his breakout game titled Legendary Joe, Over the Rhine's Time to Shine. Because Over the Rhine is an area in Cincinnati, (laughs) Ohio
1: that's really good I have a question honest question I'm not taking what questions do you define Great. Right, what do you define as a questing game I'm genuinely curious
5: <laughs> it is a questing game that of which made famous by Lionhead Studios fable so it will be an epic okay, so spalling. an RPG got it you, you, said, <laughs> hey if I say RPG Matt doesn't want to play it so shut up that's true matt doesn't like rpgs okay we don't like deuces we can't get into it man we don't need
3: to unpack this right now (laughs) it's
5: like if you open a door and there's two doors and one says rpg and one says card battler it's matt with the sweating red button meme is actually what it is
1: much like the bat that's two feet above matt's head we gotta leave it alone (laughs) yeah we
5: can't poke that there
0: all right all right (laughs) okay todd i have a question yeah what role will skyline chili
5: play in this game Um, Kyle, there is going to be a Skyline Chili corporate partnership. It is not the biggest corporate partnership, but it will be a major corporate partnership.
2: No further questions. (laughs) All right. So we've got Joe Burrow's do good stuff simulator. Andrew, what have you brought to the table today?
1: Sure. I'll begin my pitch with the way that I begin 35% of my pitches here and debate this. The year is 20XX. Oh, my God. Oh God. Really?
2: <laughs> we're doing this again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Democracy is dead. Our world has been taken over by an authoritarian regime, hell-bent on maintaining absolute control. The changes came slowly at first. Many didn't realize, or maybe they didn't care and simply accepted them. They chose a comfortable life. Some, on the other hand, didn't. And those who refused to conform were pushed to the sidelines, criminalized. Those who were criminalized would need to band together and organize in order to survive. And so it went, world champion gymnast and 2016 Olympic quadruple gold medalist Simone Biles would be the one to rise up and lead the resistance. (laughs) Amazing. Why not, right? Why not? Go on. Simone Biles is what's known throughout these parts as a beamer, one who lives in the shadows and delivers much needed goods to the desperate people in between the watchful eye of the authoritarian police.
5: What? What?
1: (laughs) High above the heavily patrolled streets, Simone watches her beloved city fall closer and closer to ruin every day from the silent rooftops. To some, she is a ghost, existing as a tall tale exchanged between strangers over hushed tones. But to others, she's a beacon of hope, a single shining light in a bleak world of absolute darkness. Coming next fall, Mirror's Edge Legends, Colin, A Double Twist of Fate, starring Simone oh. Biles.
2: <laughs> double <laughs> Twist boy. of Fate is very
5: good.
1: Double Twist this of Fate is, very good. is, good. A, good job. is a, the thing. You said a gymnast <laughs> word. So I'm doing a Mirror's Edge.
4: We're doing a Mirror's <laughs> Edge. I feel like I got I to have a trailer, and I don't have a trailer. <laughs> oh, it's, it's coming, baby. Yeah, <laughs>
0: knowing Andrew, it's on its way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Okay, so it was sims but donuts roller coaster tycoon but roller coaster you're right i'm sorry roller <laughs> and coaster, I, love tycoon roller coaster tycoon. Mm-hmm. I also love donuts so you know <laughs> we've got joe burrow's do good stuff simulator and now we've got red dawn with simone biles deuces what have right. you brought please let it be something good <laughs> <laughs>
4: all right. So I thought, I thought a lot about this. And one of the games that I that I generally love, is like, I guess, I mean, open world video games. I love open world video games. But I thought about one of the things, one of the things that I love about open world video games, the best ones is the ones where you like you start from something and you have to build, whether it is like building your neighborhood or mm-hmm. building your faction or whatever the case may be. So I thought about this and I said, man, all right. Who is somebody that's a character that people just like sports character that people know? And I thought about at first I was thinking about Deion Sanders, but then I said, you know who's even a more who's, a, who's even more crazier than Deion Sanders? J.R. Smith, because J.R. Smith specifically on the New York Knicks was known yeah. for partying and drinking henny. Oh yeah. Oh, no. so, yeah uh, uh, uh. So I came up with J.R. Smith's Henny Hoorah, because, you know, they got to have a action word. Oh, my God. Word, action <laughs> That's, <word. so> <laughs> That's really good. And the focus on the game is to be the <laughs> richest, most fa- uh, flashy celebrity. So instead of just focusing on basketball, you got to hit red carpets, take endorsement deals, complete tasks. And, you know, think, like, Saints Row. Because I, I went Saints Row specifically about how extreme it is, because you also got to— Put, you know, put on your 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 public persona. You got to get a haircut. You got to get custom jewelry made. So it's like it's like a mixture of Saints Row and the Kim Kardashian game, because you know oh the Kim gosh. Kardashian game is similar to that. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> what so, a wait, pull.
1: what's the Kim Kardashian game? Am I not? I don't it's know. It's like a fa- one. it's
0: like an iPhone fashion oh, dress up okay. yep. game. I got it. You yep. can go on. That's and, and
4: and all you do is you you're this character, and your goal is to become as famous as Kim Kardashian. So I always said, how come there's never a guy version of that? Because we like to do stuff like you know a guy version is us like you know what hey I want to go to the party I want to be VIP I want to pop bottles I
5: want to have a henny hoorah oh
3: my god
4: so you got because you you, you know they all they always have like that action word Mm -hmm. the the hoorah you know it's like
5: cheesy fiesta potatoes like yeah.
4: (laughs) Oh, J.R. Smith's Henny Hurai is my game that I am presenting to you guys. Oh, fuck. Holy oh, really shit, that's really so good.
5: <laughs> I just want to spend time talking about the J.R. Smith lore that I think exists that I'm unaware of. Yeah. I'll give you a quick tidbit of it. Yeah
4: that that moment where you see, like J.R. Smith took the ball from LeBron and shot it instead of passing it. You see LeBron going like this. <laughs> <Well, laughs> notorious, <laughs> notoriously, they were saying he was out. I mean, there's there's footage of him. He was out partying, drinking, and everything. So his, his decision making was impaired because he was still hungover from his henny hoorah the night before. Good
2: <laughs> funny. Got it. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, this is so good. This is everything I've wanted from an IRL sports podcast. (laughs) All right. I can definitely see these athletes leading your projects, but I need to know what projects they're actually going to be leading. Tell me about the gameplay of your game. What will your athlete be doing?
0: Who else will be in the game? Give me all them sweet deets. Kyle. All right. So in Tim Horton's Donut Tycoon – it's mostly like a sim city where you you start out with your first donut stand and you you've got to manage the faders you got to manage like how fast you're making donuts but that affects the quality and then you gotta like what quality ingredients you are but that affects how much you take home at the end of the day etc cetera, etc cetera. and you do that until you grow your donut stand until you are able to open your second donut stand when you open your second donut stand, you at, you launch into the mini game mode where you play like an overcooked type game to get your stand off the ground. Where you like <laughs> are meeting new customers, you're filling orders, you got to get the right number of Timbits in the box of each flavor and all that. Depending on how well you do at the overcooked side of the game establishes how well off this new stand is going to do. You do that and you do that until you unlock a store and once you unlock a store you can unlock franchises and then regional franchises and then national franchises and over and over again until you finally build your worldwide tim horton's donut empire
1: question yes now what part do you persuade and trick potential franchisees and taking them for all their worth in the form of capital gains at the beginning upfront costs
0: somewhere in between like stage um, 4 stage 5 yeah stage 4 stage 5 in yeah. between the regional and like nationwide Perfect. expansion is when you turn into the shark and uh, really start <laughs> cutting people out Perfect. what's that
2: gameplay like how do you do that in game is it like quick time events or something <laughs> qtes i think yeah
0: no it's it's not quick time events it's uh it's text based so you pick the right pick the right answer sure, it's, out it's of a conversation, list of options. Options. conversation yeah. trees conversation oh, okay. trees exactly right. thank you Tim Horton is going to be our our first... He's going to be our player character. All of your decisions will be made through the Tim Horton avatar. However, Ron Joyce, <laughs> co-founder of Tim Horton's, is going to be our other main character. He's going to be your, like, advice... Your Na'vi, or your, your advice-type character that just kind of gives you hints at the game, exposits what the expansions do, and all the new things you get as the Empire grows. So those are going to be our are two main characters. The phrase Tim Horton, as your <laughs>
5: Tim Horton avatar, is <laughs> no, no person has used their human mouth to put those words in that order before. <laughs> Until today. Um, like you, Kyle like Tim, is... Tim, no wait, wait. Tim Horton is an elder god and you are their avatar. Continue.
2: <laughs> Kyle, is. is this a visual novel? Like, you've got your conversation tree text-based sections, and then you've got your mini-games in between those sections.
0: Is this a visual novel? No, because it's more a a franchise sim than a visual novel. Got it. There is a visual novel aspect to it, mm-hmm. but it's a franchising sim.
5: Yeah, I mean, Roller Coaster Tycoon, famously known for its text-based adventure portion of the game, so I think this just yeah. follows that.
2: Well, I was going to flip it. it. It is kind of like... Five Nights at Freddy's five. Oh uh,
0: nope. and it Would be really like Kyle to reference Five Nights at yes, Freddy's. Yes, me so. Kyle, known Five Nights at Freddy's fan and appreciator. Yes. <laughs> um. When did When did Tim Horton get founded? Was that? 196
1: uh, wasn't
0: it 83?
3: Wasn't it 87? Wasn't no, one of those wasn't, two wasn't, years? <laughs> wasn't
0: one of the? Wasn't one of the bite years? No.
1: <laughs> he took a bite of a donut, which inspired him to start Tim Hortons in 1983 <laughs> to
5: become an elder god, so that he could have avatars here on Earth.
2: I get it.
1: Okay. Uh, I just I have a blank piece of paper or a blank Microsoft Word document that just says Tim Hortons dating simulator. <laughs>
2: Wow. All right. So now now that we have developed uh, avatars of Elder God, Tim Horton, <laughs> Todd, what's going on with Joe Burrow's Do Good Stuff Simulator?
5: Yeah. So like I had kind of previously mentioned, we're making a game in the vein of Lionhead Studios series Fable, but this is going to be better. So something that starts with this like flashback of Joe Burrow's grandfather teaching his father how to play football And then it kind of moves to his father coaching at the 2002 Rose Bowl because that's a thing that he did that inspired his son to become part of the game. Uh, And then it's going to move to Joe watching his dad coach college ball, which ended up being their hometown uh, there in Athens. And at that point, we then take over playing as Joe, and it's him in high school, and he's, much like any of these sprawling epics, it's these smaller issues first, so he's dealing with high school pressure. So Joe finds himself in those, you know, typical high school situations where he can use his youthfulness and his desire to do good to, to help others in positive ways, you know, things the youths do. Like a like a teenager, uh, he's helping elderly, you know, folks across the brick streets of Athens and that ultimately leads to you completing the tutorial by ultimately ending up in a football arena using your fighting and magic abilities in this football arena because a reminder this is set in a fable-like engine and world and we are keeping all of those aspects of the gameplay. So <laughs> th- so I will not be explaining that portion further. This will then later lead to acts where he has to develop relationships with the other NPCs like his rival with the 2014 Ohio State starting quarterback JT Barrett and <laughs> Ultimately, building relationships with the offensive line at Louisiana State University once he transfers there. And, you know, as is important in games like this, the latter will, the, the defensive or the offensive line will only be able to help you towards your Heisman Trophy run if you do each of their individual side quests. You know, college side quests, like helping them through complex collegiate relationship issues and studying college calculus. That's all fine and good. But the last chapter of this epic will end with you facing down an army of twisted kaiju monsters known as the lost angels rams and when when the dust, <laughs> when the dust settles you'll be setting up for future installations as joe our hero and he's, he's battered and he's and he's beaten he's sitting at a counter of his local skyline and he rips off the calendar page that says countdown to next year when he gets to and he looks at the camera and he goes, finish the fight, which makes us all happy and sad at the same time. What I'm trying to say, Matt, is this is a <laughs> is happening? multi-generational, multi-state, multi-franchise sprawling epic that ends with Joe Burrow becoming the greatest football player and perhaps person, dare I say, hero of all time. And that's what I'm bringing you today, Matt. I have a question. <laughs> Is it about the kaijus known as the Lost Angels Rams? Because I'm no, really proud of that. That's really where you
0: lost That's me. very good.
4: Dude, that's where he grabbed me. That, that, that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that all tracks. Um, Todd, mm-hmm. could you just explain some of the magical feats that Joe Burrow can do in the football stadium? I cannot explain
5: the magical feats that Joe Burrow
0: can do in the football stadium. I specifically said I
5: would not be explaining said feats. Yeah, I ignored that. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I want to know the magical feat. Okay. Well, well. Here's the thing. It depends on what skill tree you take Joe up. So if you're going to have him be a primary caster, you're going to suffer because you won't be able to wear the heavier armor, but you will be more nimble on the fields. So that's going to be important. It's it's about your play style, Kyle so if you are now are you like a a caster are you more of like a dex fighter are you like a strength based tank let's say
0: let's say the tank the tank option so you're gonna want to bulk you're gonna want to bulk hard what is happening
2: (laughs) are you guys just talking about this is absurd yeah this is
5: ridiculous you're gonna you're gonna bulk which is gonna be hard on a college campus cafeteria based diet but it is possible so I think okay. that, it, okay. but if you, if you bulk with as a strength <laughs> tank, you're not going to have, you're not going to be good with the magic based combat. So you're going to have to like give and take. Okay. Getting some early strats in. Good. Also, okay. you're going to want to develop your companion dog so it can help you in battle. This Stop be it. Important.
2: That's enough. We're done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I really miss Fable, guys. I want to talk
3: about Fable.
2: <laughs> I was going to make a joke about how much time I would get to spend smoking cigars as Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. but you talk too long, and I don't want to make that joke anymore. Fair. You have, however, <laughs> gotten me really excited for the third game in your series, Todd. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what have you brought, or what type of gameplay yeah. would you have in? I don't even. Todd talked for in the Simone Biles game. What are you? I doing? would love
1: to tell you in a, in a succinct way. Please. So, <laughs> the original Mirror's Edge is most of us. I don't know if any of you have played Mirror's Edge. I've just yeah, watched the video. It's dope. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's all. It's a parkour game. It's a first-person parkour game. It's all about running and jumping, going from rooftop to rooftop to get to point A to point B. Um, now that game is pretty linear. It's just like a series of rooftop levels, basically, where you're kind of like busting in and out of buildings and stuff. And like when you're you're always running, so you have to like kind of as a player like map out a path to you know to the best path to lead to safety to avoid like armed guards and other people like trying to you know get at you. So for this one, uh, and, and deuces, I want to say I wrote this before you introduced yours, so <laughs> bear with me. It's okay. So Simone, along with her friends and former teammates, gold medalists Gabby Douglas, Laurie Hernandez, Madison Koshin, and Ally Raceman. These are the other four of the final five from 2016 U.S. Olympics gymnastics team. The five of them navigate the dark corners of the city in the shadows, delivering food, medicine, and other necessary goods to the oppressed people of the city. It's just capital T, capital C, the city.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And all while they're sticking a big old digital middle finger to the man. Now to do this, Simone and her team are going to utilize their championship gymnastic skills to parkour across the city skyline. Whether that's incorporating, you know, nimbly running across tricky scaffolding or like dodging gunfire with a series of like flips and aerial twists or occasionally delivering a swift kick in the face to any piece of shit fascist cop who gets in their way you know and yeah, of dude. those things <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah now the biggest change between mirrors edge legends ADTOF, and the original is that we're gonna do what all games in the last four years have done and rip off breath of the wild by making it an open world
2: it's sick i'm in naturally
1: Yep. So in addition to the linear missions that progress the story where, you know, 75% of the game's animation budget goes, Simone is also going to be able to take these optional deliveries to allow her, allow her to grind money and fame and also to help chip away the authoritarian's influence on certain regions of the city. So, you know, you got to reclaim the neighborhoods. Just like in any open world game these days. Now, by connecting the huddled masses of the city with proper nutrition, information, and sometimes arms, Simone and her team of beamers, I should explain beamers because that wasn't clear the first time I said it. In Mirror's Edge, the like the team that you're playing or the, the woman that you play, her name is Faith. She's a, one of the runners. And I'm putting that in air quotes. Oh. So I was like, balance beam. Mm. They're beamers. Get it? Gymnastics. Great. Got we got it. there with you. Okay. So they're going to slowly build influence and over time create a resistance among the population so huge that no single army could hope to contain them. My final thought here is Mount Tuck and Pike your way to freedom when Mirror's Edge Legends colon ADTOF releases later this year.
2: I'm not going to lie. That sounds really sick. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Mirror's Edge is a very good game. Yeah, Yeah. it is. And. Shit, man! If there's one thing I wanted out of Breath of the Wild, it was for it to be more anti-cops. So you got yeah, me there. Yeah.
1: I mean, there you go. It's Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, but punch of cop. That's
2: <laughs> I. I'd quit playing Overwatch for that game. Goddamn. <laughs>
1: that's that's a lot.
4: I'm, that's saying something.
2: All right, deuces, bring us home. Tell us about the J.R. Smith game.
4: The J.R. Smith, hoorah! All right, so the reason why I the reason it's why such a I, good title. Right. The reason why I did specifically say Saints Row is because Saints Row out of all the games are it's known about the ridiculousness at how like crazy that they get it's like GTA but like on steroids right so of course you got to start with a cinematic opening right so you start off as this Z-list celebrity who just signed their first major you know NBA deal right so it's like you're thinking that you're going to be big and you're going to this exclusive all-celeb party but then when you show up that's when the story starts to unfold you, you can't skip the line you got to wait in line so you know you being a celebrity doesn't do anything about it uh you don't get into vip so you got to get you a regular table you got to be amongst the the crowd and nobody is really acknowledging you so you see other celebrities and everything and of course they started you know they start giving you you know some 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 subtle jabs they start talking about you and then, that's what builds your vendetta so then you become i want to be the most famous most celebrated celebrity is right but so you go on this journey and that's when you realize it's going to be a mixture of max pain because it's like oh in order for me to do this there's power-ups there's different power-ups right and because this is the Haiti hoorah of course the Hennessy is the top one yeah but you have a different one (laughs) so as you're going down this road if you you know you find these different power-ups beer it restores your energy match Vodka, it gives you the power of hyper energy. So, you're able to move a little bit faster, do a little bit more.
2: It sure does, deuces. You're right. <laughs>
4: Tequila, because it makes you want to dance and party, it gives you the power of ev- evasion. Like, you know, you're able to move a little bit more, right? little loosey-goosey, yeah. little yeah. loosey-goosey. Whiskey gives you the power of defense. You feel like you can take on the brunt of everything, and everything like that, you know? But Hennessy, that gives you the power of power and destruction. But... Everything becomes a little bit more harder in the moment to do, right, and things like that, right. So you go through this life, and uh, as you're going, you got like, to complete these tasks. But like you, sometimes the tasks are gonna have a little bits to it, right? Because it activates like the rage mode in Max Payne, and so like you got to do a lot, a lot, utilize a lot of these uh, these these spirits, as they call them, uh, to to help <laughs> to help you out through this process. But this is where if you really want to challenge yourself you know white hennessy it's like it's it's mythological like you, you can't get it you got you got to <laughs> travel to get white hennessy so the extreme hard mode is called white henny mode where you do everything oh, under goodness. the influence of white hennessy
0: and- <laughs> this is i'm
2: Incredible. I want to play this game. And
4: is,
2: <laughs> all, like all I can think of is if Rockstar made a Leisure Suit Larry game, and I won <laughs> it so badly.
4: Because that's that's the thing. Like you got it because you know you're a basketball player. Like even though basketball is the minimum of it, you're still gonna have to play some some basketball games. But based off of which power up you have, is going to be a little bit challenging because you know every spirit has a you know a, a negative side to it and everything like that. So you know, you got you got you gotta deal with that while you're going through that, but still trying to be the most popular celebrity. So it's like you can't really mess up, but you still gotta you got to be under influence because that's, you know, when you see those celebrities, they're always under the influence of something. So it's like, yeah, you got to do this press. You you have to show up on this red carpet and do an interview, but you're under the influence of whiskey. So you got to kind keep like
2: keeping your stamina bar full. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Ma- mash
4: beat, mash beat a press junket. Right. But like I said, white hitting mode makes it harder because uh, like the, the world moves and everything. Like so you're going through the whole thing while under the influence of white Hennessy. You're like, OK, like, but if you can get past it, you are truly the master of J.R.'s Smith's Henny Hoorah. Todd. Are you also looking up White Hennessy I am right now? Because I, um, <laughs>
1: <yeah. laughs> I just did. a bottle
5: that I found of White Hennessy is two hundred dollars.
4: Yep. Yeah. Well, it's an ele- it's illegal in the U.S. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. You can't you can't get it in the states. That's why that's why it's the extreme hard mode because yeah. like the, most any that I've ever had White Hennessy, somebody traveled from like Jamaica and had to ship it in. But it's like yeah, you can't buy it in the states.
5: You you describing that like someone had to travel to get it makes me think that they like show up at your doorstep. <laughs> (laughs) like they've just been out of battle and they pull it out of a satchel like indiana jones and unwrap it from leather
3: (laughs) oh wow yeah
2: it's like the step up of the moonshine you have to go to kentucky to get oh my gosh um also
5: there are uh there's white hennessy air jordan 13s and i'm just going to put the image of that in our show notes good so that everyone can see that thank you whoa I mean, wow.
1: <laughs> I mean, those are pretty cool. <laughs> I've
5: never so badly want, wanted something that I have no business in wearing. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't hate them. Yeah.
2: Oh, boy. Okay, so these games have shaped out to be honestly a lot more than I expected them to be. And I'm stoked about most of them. So, obviously, we're going to have to get the people as stoked about them as I am. And we're going to heavily cross-promote your game at your athletes IRL sporting events. Now, not Mm -hmm. all of your athletes are active currently, so (laughs) I'm interested to, yeah, you know. (laughs) Anyway, you can still promote at different sports events. I wanna hear how we can advertise your game with
0: gimmicks or giveaways or whatever you've got to the average sports fan. Kyle, we'll start with you. All right, Matt, so first things first, easiest tie-in promotion. It's going to be a sweepstakes held by every Tim Hortons franchise. You know, you you peel the sticker off your cup, you see what prize you won. 10,000 people win a copy of Tim Hortons' Donut Tycoon. We're thinking uh, giveaways at every hockey game in the NHL. Uh, just... just just all of them? Just every every <laughs> NHL game. Every NHL game for, the, for a whole season. It's a lot of games, Kyle. You can bring in the voucher from your copy of Tim Horton's Donut Tycoon, and you will get a free pack of Timbits and a hot coffee. <laughs> I love that. That's it. Yeah. Donuts and coffee. <laughs> Do you get... Okay,
2: so if I buy... What's the package deal? That's my question. What's the package deal? Do I buy tim horton's donut shop simulator and get nhl tickets that come with Timbits and coffee or do i buy nhl tickets that comes with tim horton's donut shop simulator
0: the latter you buy you buy mm. the game you get your nhl tickets oh oh Ooh.
1: oh it's like when you bought a box of checks and you got checks quest yeah checks quest mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: like in yeah. 2006 when I bought a copy of Ozzy Osbourne's Black Rain and got a pair of tickets to OzFest. Sure. That was for nobody but me. Wow. But nope. there you go. Good for you. Thanks. I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, you send right.
0: you, you buy the game, you send away for your free t- uh, NHL tickets, and then when you redeem those tickets, you get coffee and donuts at the game. That rips. Yeah. that's I would buy so many copies of that game. <laughs> how, <laughs> spent, how much does the game yeah. cost? I don't know. Uh, uh, 70 bucks? Che- That's cheaper than okay. Anyway, um, great
4: idea. I got, I I got love too it. real, Matt. There, this isn't real. Yeah. yeah, Matt turned to a customer so bad <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Let me you say, sure did. I did not think through the the <laughs> economics of what I just explained. I don't know how much NHL tickets cost.
1: This is a prime example of us playing to the moderator here. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right, well, um, Todd, what are you giving away? To promote this Joe Burrow game, yeah, this one's wait, this one's easy. wait,
4: yeah. wait before you start, because yeah. I, I just read the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, ladies and I gentlemen, got we got them.
3: <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh,
5: well, I I hope that the deuces says it's those cognac Hennessy chews for his answer, but for me, okay. So Joe Burrow, like I said, the the Joe Burrow lore. Aside from being known for his A-plus football skills, he's known for this positive attitude, his humbleness of his roots, Uh, and like I said, that incredible stint where he worked with, indirectly, the city of Athens to get them, or the Southeast Ohio Food Bank, get them a million dollars worth of donations, which was incredible, following his Heisman Trophy speech. Additionally, Joe is also known for his almost mafia gangster-style appearance (laughs) as he strolls around in fur coats and cigars in his mouth. And and like there's a very clear image and I'll put it in the show notes as part of our promotion. What we'll be doing is we're going to actually strike a corporate deal with Burlington Coat Factory where each, (laughs) each, uh, each Joe Burrow fur coat sold is one that's donated to the local Cincinnati area's population in need because our goal here is to do good. While also covering the city of Cincinnati in viral marketing, and by viral marketing, I mean dope full-length fur coats. I'm going to put the image in here. This is Joe Burrow and his dope fur coat. We are going to cover Cincinnati in
4: those coats. That is dope. I love the tagline. We're covering the city of Cincinnati with
3: fur,
0: with coats. fur yeah. coats. Yeah. I love the idea of like helping solve Cincinnati's homeless problem by giving them all the most Furt. expensive <laughs> coats we can possibly buy.
1: Oh my God. Because it, it, it solves two problems. One, right. well, it helps homeless people, but two, it makes a very luxury oh, item yeah. completely plummet mm-hmm. in worth yeah.
0: in value. All of that and amazing branding just, right. just, just amazing mm. well and I, I gotta say it's really just the
5: tom's shoe model for burlington coat factory is what i'm doing <laughs> yeah it's every every coat bought is a coat donated <laughs>
4: wow. and you know what's funny the this is the un like underlining situation that it'll do because peter's gonna be mad oh, right uh, yeah. and they're gonna show mm-hmm. up but the rebuttal is like what we're giving it to homeless the, people you like, like, homeless
5: people yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah we're helping we're helping displaced people with fur coats yeah. <laughs> And also marketing for Joe Burrow and whatever I named my gamer. Over the Rhine's
2: time to shine. So, Wow. Interesting. Oh, um, that whole thing sounds like a WKRP bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. That, yeah. that joke had to be for somebody. I, I was gotcha. scared. Yeah. I've All seen right. Nick at night. <laughs> Andrew, go ahead. Uh, how are we going to promote the coolest game I've heard about in a minute?
1: Yeah. Uh so Matt, this is a little bit of a heavy lift, but we're gonna be partnering with the actual US gymnastics team. Go on. Yeah, I, I'll be I'll say this. I thought I knew like popular gymnastics gyms corporations, but like I did a lot of Googling and couldn't find any. So I'm just saying associated like gymnastics gyms across the country. This is gonna be a two tiered marketing strategy. So first we're gonna scout out your your everyday gymnastics gym in you know local local gyms wherever like wherever the kids go to 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 learn gymnastics in most major metropolitan areas and we're going to offer look there's these gyms there's a lot of parents in these gyms <laughs> there's a lot of parents that are just standing there watching their kids tumble around now i love that the kids have this thing it's a very special thing i want them to have it it's great that the parents can go and support their kids but like come on <laughs> <laughs> come on so we're gonna give the exhausted parents a little bit of a break and we're gonna give all of the parents that come to watch their kids practice a free Nintendo Switch with a demo of Mirror's Edge Legends colon a double twist of fate preloaded in just to give them something to do give them something to do uh, they could be playing Mirror's Edge Legends and yeah, good job Amanda so, <laughs> so I mean again like You have a full day of work you got to go to the gym practice for three and a half hours give a break so second tier to our marketing strategy is we're going to revamp the curriculum for all of these you know after school gym programs what i mean is we're going to help teach our young gymnasts and training that defying authority much like our hero and 25 time world championship medalist simone biles is as easy as a backflip here a half twist there and punching overbearing authority figures in the face now (laughs) If parents are going to entrust their children to spend hours and hours in these facilities, we got to make sure that they're learning the right lessons, like how to disarm and judo flip a fascist flat to the ground before they can see it coming. (laughs) We're training (laughs) batmen. A city's worth of batmen. Yeah, we're making gymnastics secret Krov Maga classes.
2: (laughs) It's that one scene from Black Widow with the synchronized movements in the mm-hmm. red room yeah. but it's yeah you know like a bunch of eight-year-olds and leotards yeah.
1: yeah but like for fun and for empowerment and you know yeah like punch fascists in the face yeah i
2: mean sure it's i would want my children raised that way how are we doing on budget re-giving away <laughs> through <re-switches>. the roof
1: <laughs> absolutely through the roof we are hemorrhaging money we did not we did not as the professionals say stick the landing
2: <laughs> fine all right you get away with that pun all right moving on deuces close us out here all right uh, how how are we gonna get the people the hennessy hoorah
4: <laughs> so we're gonna we're, so to Todd's delight, we are going to incorporate the, the Jordans. Uh, the
3: perfect. perfect. Yeah. Because Hell yeah. just like
4: in this culture, you know, got, you, you love shoes. You got to – that's part of it. You got to have some fly kicks, right? But we're going to take some – we're going to take a little bit of fun. We're going to get the, the beer goggles from Spencer's, right? And so we're going to be at – we're going to be at actual <laughs> basketball games, and we're going to have a multitude of obstacle courses, things that you have to do with – the beer goggles on, but they're gonna be the Henny goggles. <laughs> and if you complete it, you know, whoever completes it in the fastest time, they win you a pair of the white Hennessy 13 Jordans. And so that's gonna be the prize as we go. We're gonna do that from game to game to get people excited about it. like, hey, you know, you you just completed this, this obstacle course, but this is where we're gonna really get into it, right? This is where we're gonna get the youth because I was thinking about, I was like aggressive marketing, right? Who has more aggressive marketing practices than military recruits trying to get kids at school to go to the listen to the military.
5: It's almost it's almost as though it's unethically aggressive.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I remember vividly one point, that this is a little bit of tangent, but I remember ROTC was there and they had this young lady who was catching the eye of all the boys. And I remember one of my guys, his name was Nate. He was the ladies man. He was like, I'm gonna go talk to her. And I told him specifically, I said, hey, hey, make sure you don't sign anything. Cause you know, my dad's in the <laughs> military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course he goes up talking to her. And the next thing, you know, I see Nate signing something. Oh, I said, well, oh oh. He said, "Oh no, 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 I was just putting my name down. I'm no. not gonna sign up. And then that girl never seen her again. No. But the guy that was there oh, was yeah. at the school every mm-hmm. day picking Nate up and then Nate ended up signing up to the military. Mm-hmm. Oops. So we're going to take. Oh boy. So we're going to take that approach. We're going to come there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you know they come. They come with like the obstacle course. We're going to come with the obstacle course, and we're going to say, "Hey, we're not going to get any of your kids drunk." But you're going to put these glasses on and go through this optical course. And if you like it, you can play the game later on. And this is the game. And that's going to be our two-handed marketing. We're going <laughs> to.
2: so good. That's excellent. That's so good. It has the same energy as um, the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl from Semi Pro. Where everything <laughs> is leading up to this last big giveaway. Where somebody finally drunkenly gets the Henny shoes. Yeah. I
1: love it. Excellent. All right. So. Todd, did you put this picture of Macklemore in here? <laughs> no, I did.
5: I, that was, that was a, yeah, that was bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Not far off, no. Yeah, it's eerie how similar those two no do, No one's Todd. ever seen <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow and... And Macklemore. John- Jonathan <laughs>
2: Macklemore in the same place at once. Yeah. Like, I can't quantify how many times I've described someone as nondescript white guy, but Joe Burrow and Macklemore are dictionary definition <laughs> yeah. white dudes. Okay, so I need to go talk to the execs about what game we're doing, but they have one last question. (laughs) See, your game, they think it's going to do so well that they don't just want people to play the game. They want to turn this whole franchise into a multimedia world, and they're already ready to to sign movie contracts. So I need to know when your game's story is adapted into a movie, what actor (laughs) will you choose to play your athlete? It cannot be the athlete it also cannot be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Damn
1: it. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Just four Dwayne the Rock Johnsons. <laughs> I will take your answers right after this. In different wigs.
4: Like, everybody has the stereotypical of what a black geek is. Are you familiar with the term Blur, Blurred Blood
3: Right. Some people said it came off of scrubs. Some people said it came off the internet. I don't honestly really know.
4: Ah.
1: Don't you see the skin, the eyebrows, the hair?
5: Yo, my still rock, you know what I'm saying? Dunks or, or Jordans or whatever. Did I do that? It's, it's exciting. It's like, holy oh
3: my dog is going to start barking. Um, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> she's excited about it, too. Um,
4: and uh, same as you said, like the barbershop talk, like we would go into really in-depth conversations about these theories and like, well, what if and how come? It's not up to be Right, but we... We talk about anime, video games, comic books, and stuff like that, but when you hear us talk about it, the passion sounds like we arguing Jordan and Braun. Hey,
3: what, what, do what does that
4: even mean, I can't lie. What I does did... that even mean? Like, it sounds like barbershop talk. It's because you don't know the history. You don't mean it ain't happened, huh? <laughs> broke that down right there. What? <laughs> When you see the black geek, you don't see that. You see the socially awkward glasses. Well, this is me, and that's not a lot of us. A lot of us do sound and talk like us. You know what I'm saying? It's because it becomes stereotypical,
3: as if that's where our strength comes from. I I,
5: I don't know the geek that you talked that you that you talked about before. I know the geek you're talking about right now though.
3: It I, it was sort of a call sign so we can find each other on message boards.
5: Anime gives you life lessons throughout that whole thing, like. There's not one anime that I know of that doesn't teach you to never give up.
4: It's just like I just love seeing us go into the world and go into these different spaces and create things that weren't there before. And then it was like Miles Morales is like the normal, you know, black person in the United States. That was my first, like, blurred moment was seeing, you know, Storm on the X-Men cartoon series. And I was like, wow, that's a black
3: woman and she's strong. She's powerful.
4: That's what I want for us. I want us to be that voice. 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 Voice.
2: Voice. 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 Welcome back. It is time to hear some answers to some super secret bonus questions. The execs are knocking at the door and they want to hear what actor is going to star in the movie adaptation of your game as the athlete in question. It cannot be the athlete It also cannot be doing The Rock Johnson. We've booked him too many times this year. (laughs) Kyle,
0: what do you got? (laughs) All right, Matt. So off the top of the bat, it's going to be a uh, a similar movie to the 2016 film The Founder. We're going to follow the career of Tim Horton after he has stopped playing hockey, leading up to the founding and creation of Tim Horton's Donut Chain tim horton will be played by sean william scott (laughs) and that's it so good that's not it i've got a title wow it's called it's time to make the donuts starring sean william scott as tim horton
2: oh god that's really good what
0: is this (laughs)
5: <laughs> like, I, I realize we've been here for an hour and I know what it is you just gave me. But I'm now pretending that if I just picked up a DVD titled It's Time to Make the Donuts starring, starring whatever for his faces, Sean William Scott, like, what is?
1: Like, I think oh, I would audibly wow. go, Ugh. <laughs> I think honestly, I think you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that movie." Like yeah. it's just like, "Yeah, that's a, that that is the quintessential like Walmart two ninety nine DVD bin movie." Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. we're going for.
1: Yeah,
2: it's on FX every Thursday in June. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> all right. Wow, cool. Uh, Todd, who do you have to play Joe Burrow?
5: Yeah, so I'm gonna tell you, and then I'm gonna put it in the show notes so you can actually see why it's the right answer. So Joe Burrow <laughs> is 6'4", which, like, typically height wouldn't matter for a lot of things. It does for athletes, oddly enough. And so I searched for actors who are 6'4", and I wanted to go with that as, like, the option. I started making some calls. Tom Cruise. The, the, well, the first hit is the that comes up when you search actors who are 6'4", is Jeff Goldblum. He's not the one I went with, but I didn't realize he was that tall. But who we are going to go with is Bill Skarsgård. So we're gonna go with Bill uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, damn, wow. Oh, wow! Because they are the same, I have not seen Bill Skarsgård or, or Joe or Burrow. Or Macklemore or Joe Burrow. Or, or <laughs> Jonathan Philip Macklemore in the same room and I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> and the, really the biggest reasons why we're going with Bill Skarsgård is because in this epic RPG of life that we are living, he has also chosen to specialize in the categories of gangliness and jaw structure like joe burrow and i think that those are the two things that are going to make him a
0: prime candidate to be joe burrow all right fun fact macklemore's real name is benjamin haggerty so I was, no so facts. I was close. <laughs> oh, are we doxing Macklemore on this podcast now? <laughs> Macklemore, fun it's, facts. It's on his Wikipedia page.
5: I
3: didn't, <laughs> wait, give me
5: give me his birthday, and I'll tell you where he's registered to vote. Is we,
2: Wikipedia <laughs> doxing <laughs> people now? What are we? June, no, all right, <laughs> June nineteenth, nineteen eighty-three. That's nothing. Stop this. Them, this. <laughs> We're not doing this, Andrew. Who's playing? Who's playing Simone Biles in the movie?
1: Well, oh, I really liked her in Nope, so I'm casting Kiki Palmer right. as uh, yeah, that's Simone very Biles. Solid, solid. Yeah. Solid. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's great. And again, who doesn't want to watch her punch more cops? It's like, <laughs> I'm all in. make a great thing better? Yeah. I don't know. And the title that I'm going to give this movie, just so it's different, is Mirror's Edge Legends, colon, Pike Position. Okay, there's a ton a, of a really cool set.
5: gymnast names yeah. and things. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was trying to make Yurchenko Vault work. I'm still working on it. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. It's, there's podcast left. All right, deuces.
2: Who's going to go on a Hennessy Hura in in your movie?
4: <laughs> so mine's is going to be it's it's going to be a little controversial, but what we're going to bring back because it's the only person that I feel comfortable enough to do this is we are bringing back Robert Downey Jr. playing all a- right oh, no, well, we thought <laughs> like about a <laughs> But wait, I e- I'm going to put it in the show notes because I even got how the movie cover is going to look. It's oh, going no. to be Robert Downey Jr. redoing this picture and it's going to be called just one oh, more. No. It's going to be called Penny.
3: <laughs> oh, <my God>. no. <laughs> Oh,
4: <laughs> because it's got to be crazy. If the game is going to be off the wall, I oh got to go God. off the wall. Oh my gosh! And we and like I said, Robert Downey Jr. He he did this once, and it was a okay. It was funny. He Nobody, it. it was it wasn't problematic. I trust them. I
3: trust them.
1: Our generation's next method actor, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> oh my gosh. I trust them. Ooh. I trust them in it. All right. Oh my God.
2: Incredible.
5: <laughs> I, I got it. I did not see it coming. I nope. this one. No,
1: I did not. And, a,
4: and to go back to your sense, think about you pick up you pick up a DVD called Henny yeah. and you see Robert I'm Downey. too, you're like there's
3: there's yeah. a TikTok
5: account of a guy that just has limitless <laughs> copies of the movie click, and I would do that with <laughs> this movie. I would just buy yeah. all of them and then yeah. all of my friends and family would
2: get a copy every holiday (laughs) yeah wow well we've gone on a journey together today (laughs) why don't we go ahead and round out with some closing statements so keep it brief keep it short if you got like a tagline or a catchphrase or what's going on the back of the box feel free to give it to us
0: here kyle look everyone loves timbits and coffee and i think that's that's all i need to sell this game is the promise of more timbits and coffee.
5: I also don't have a tagline because I I just think that Joe Burrow deserves this game for all the good things he's done <laughs> and and Ohio needs this win, Matt. Ohio needs this. <laughs> Matt, have you have you seen Ohio lately? I mean, unfortunately, Matt. I have. <laughs> Listen, Matt, we need, we need this.
4: Yeah. Since we're talking about sports, I mean. That's the one thing I learned about Ohio fast. When LeBron left,
3: the oh. city, the city <laughs> exploded, a,
4: and I was like, I said, I don't think I've never seen the position where a player leaves the city and the city goes to shambles because one person left. Like, wait, yeah. The,
0: the joke: um, uh-huh. our economy is built on LeBron James um, uh. from that. From that decade Hastley. old youtube video is not uh hastily made cleveland tourism yeah. video yep yeah. we'll, we'll
5: we'll link it in the we're not notes. detroit video oh boy yeah i mean we matt we need this so it'd be pretty cool <laughs> if, we, <dude. laughs> if we get this okay also think of all the coats we can put in cincinnati <laughs> <laughs> okay andrew
1: <laughs> now you matt cole can be just like Presidential Medal of Freedom Award recipient Simone Biles and punch a cop in the face.
2: <laughs> Play to the moderator. That's great. All right, Deuces, round us out.
4: All right, my, my my tagline is simple. Life is hard, but with this game, anything is possible. Oh. Oh.
0: Oh my god, that was so
5: good. Do we think... Okay, wait, real talk.
1: (laughs) There's steam coming from his his Zoom picture. Do
5: we think that someone out there, an adult human, has tattooed on their body anything is possible? Absolutely. one hundred percent How much money would you be willing to bet that that tattoo exists?
4: I got five on it. I'll, I'll bet five.
5: Yeah, I think I would
0: bet... An amount of money I do not have on that. On <laughs> that, yeah. that combination of words being tattooed on on someone's <laughs> body. Anything yes. is
2: possible.
3: Wow. All
0: right. <laughs>
2: Let's just roll right on into goodbye. I, the bits I gotta execs and figure out a.
0: Go ahead, Kyle. Framing devices. Um. Yeah. This was so good. All of the games were good. Todd, I want to see Cincinnati covered in fur coats. Andrew, I wanna punch a cop in the face is Simone Biles. And yep. Deuces, I want I mean, anything is possible. I want to play this <laughs> game. Like yeah. just great job all around, guys. We all we you all brought your A game today. Yeah. Yeah,
5: Kyle, I I love Roller Coaster Tycoon. It was like the first thing <laughs> I did as a sad child on the computer, like just spending time there. And the thought that I can go from like a well-to-do hockey player to to a, a bloodthirsty donut shop magnate. A donut baron. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know there's a couple chapters in between those two things, but I'm excited to get there. Andrew, Mirror's Edge is a rad game. I, too, want to see cops be punched in the face. And I would love to see anything else from Simone Biles. So those are all... Three great things for me. Hey, I just really want to get to talk about deuces. Think deuces. This one. I have so many tabs open. Um <laughs> J.R. Smith's Wikipedia is a, a story and I've There's a whole page called
1: Controversy. Uh, right.
5: <laughs> and the fact that I know that White Hennessy is not legal, but I can find a price tag on it. Further, I can spend another $30 and they'll engrave the bottle for me. I this is this has been a real treat. And I'm I'm the thought that there is a J.R. Smith Max Payne game where <laughs> Hennessy is treated like the the Bradley Cooper limitless
0: drug. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess. I'm imagining the sequel where after the yeah. movie comes out where like the right combination of drinks Turned your avatar into Robert Downey Jr. for a brief amount of time too.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it got to be meta at that point. Yes. yeah. Oh, at, yeah. At, <laughs> at that point, now you're bringing in all the problematic celebrities mm-hmm. who had alcohol issues, <laughs> turning <it Yeah>. into. <laughs> oh, man.
3: <laughs>
4: oh man. It's like a, it's, it's like a redemption video game. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. This was this was a good one, uh, Kyle. The the Tim Hortons donut franchises. If I was gonna run a donut franchise. I don't know why, but it would 110% have to be a Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. I, it just, it feels right.
0: Yeah. You're not Bostonian enough to open a Dunkin', so it's got to yeah. be Tim No,
1: Hortons. and I genuinely don't understand how that <laughs> business model works. So, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Tim Hortons is the move. Absolutely. Todd. Hey Ru- Hey man, Rudy's a good movie. Like <laughs> Rudy's great. <laughs> you, yeah, but like you made Rudy you made Rudy into an RPG. But and like that that's is cool. for coats and cigars. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You made Rudy starring Macklemore. Peter Molyneux's Rudy starring Macklemore. <laughs> what a sentence. What a wild sentence. Oh. Deuces, thanks for coming on, man. Holy shit. That yeah, is really good. <laughs> JR. I didn't know I, I did also didn't know a lot about J.R. Smith, but like the more that I read this controversy page, the more I'm like, man, J.R. Smith is to the NBA what Ezra Miller is to Hollywood right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah.
4: around the world in 80 crimes. It's great. I love it, uh, man. Yeah. So man, Todd, for your game, the, the one thing that you didn't talk about that I can't wait that I'm excited about for that game is the, fur coat designs because i feel like as deep as you go into it like you because yeah there's no subtle fur coat no like and the best fur coats are the ones that are the most ridiculously flashy yeah as you as oh, your yeah.
5: prestige your coat gets more flashy yeah.
4: Right, so I, I, I'm excited about that. And obviously, like I said, the one thing about Roller Coaster Tycoon that I love it's the subtle thing is that, like, you really do be kind of become a tyrant because I don't know if, you, if y'all remember, but, like, for me, when it used to rain, I used to hike up the umbrella of prices because yeah. I knew that yeah. everybody yeah. was going by. Hell it. Yeah, yeah, dude. So thinking, about, so thinking about the donuts and everything. Mm-hmm. But then also, think I think about it like how, like, John Madden, like his sound bites in John Madden the boom. <laughs> so, like, just imagine the sound bites. In this game, <laughs> as you are being this tight, cool yeah. donuts and everything like that, <laughs> and, and then, of course, I mean, since it's one Simone bows she's incredible. Anytime you give her incredible, but like the fact that, like, again somebody said it it's like the um the black widow storyline like you're building up this, <laughs> this, this <laughs> to, to Everybody like, i'm just loving that whole open world of that so yeah i'm excited i want all of these games <laughs>
2: hell yeah all right well that brings us to decision time i have communed with the execs who have communed with the old gods and they've sent me here with the magic checkbook of funding and i've come to a decision and so we're going to start from the bottom Kyle, unfortunately, we could not secure the licensing for Tim Hortons. Turns out it belongs to a company and not the estate of Tim Horton. Those are different licenses, so Mm -hmm. bummer. Unfortunate. Great idea. Really enjoyed what you brought here. Andrew, so... We really wanted it to be your game. I personally really wanted yeah. it to be your game. And then somebody was like, hey, have you ever played Detroit Become Human? And I was like, you're right. That is the same game. So, unfortunately, we're not going to do that either, which brings it down to Joe Burrow's Over the Rhine Time to Shine. Yeah, Did I get it? Yeah, I think
5: that's, that feels right. Nope.
2: I think you got yeah, it. Yeah, that oh. is it. That is it. Oh,
5: okay. Over the Rhine, Time yeah. to Shine.
2: And then J.R. Smith's Hennessy Hoorah. <laughs> And Todd, you're not even in the running no, today. I, Deuces I, I, is absolutely no, no. the winner of this I've already left. <laughs> I packed up my briefcase and left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Todd's off to hurrah his own Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Deuces, you are our winner today on Debate hey. This. Congratulations. Yay. Yes. So good. I'm <laughs> excited. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here today. So thanks for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at debate this cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Deuces, thank you again so much for coming on the show. If the people want to hear more from you, uh, what are you working on? Where should they go? How can they hear more of your stuff?
4: Well, first things first. I've had way too much fun on this podcast today, so <laughs> yeah. you guys feel free to bring me back at any given time. I definitely would oh, like yeah. to, you to, be, you know, to help out with this. Um, but so you can find me at all social media. It's young underscore deuces spelled D-E-U-C-E-S the, per- the correct way. I know some people spell it with the U-E-S. I don't know Ooh. why. <laughs> what monster?
3: Uh, I don't like right.
4: that. I know. And people often spell my name wrong and they threw the, the U before the E and I'm like, why? So, but the big thing that I'm working on and that me and my team is working on, we're doing what's called the Black Geek Documentary. It's a documentary about geek culture from the Black perspective. It's one of the things that like- oh, Cool. We want to tell this story because like it's still some misconceptions even about geek culture. But like when people think about Black Geek, everybody firstly goes towards Steve Urkel. And though we love mm. Steve Urkel, there's a lot of people that's more like us. There's not like the the butt of the jokes, the not, you know, it's, that, that's not the, the, the corny guy or anything like that. And so mm. we want to tell- that story. So what we're doing is we're going convention to convention, convention for a whole year. We're talking to it's not celebrity driven with this documentary. We're talking to the con goers. We're talking to the cosplayers. We're talking to people that love this culture and just talking about that experience. And so if you go to the blackgeekdocumentary.com, we are crowdfunding it. So I've been telling everybody that there's two ways to support us heavily. Well, obviously we have our financial aspect we have the gofundme we have um you know our patreon every all the funds from our patreon and um the gofundme and also from um the merch that we sell on our website is going towards the documentary but just as important as financially supporting us retweeting you know commenting when you see the trailer liking it using the hashtag black geek documentary all of that is very important because i found that the more that we talk about it and the more that we get it out there the more people understand and start saying hey oh i like this and i want to be a part of the reporters of the culture i tell people all the time like we have so many people within this culture in general nerd culture who's doing it and saying they want to be in it but i want to be the person that reports on it whereas it's like if there's a cosplayer a top cosplayer and they they kill it at a con with their cosplay i want to be the place that they go to talk about that experience and celebrate it kind of like it's awesome that's
0: amazing
3: yeah mm-hmm.
4: yeah so that's that's our journey and that's what we're working on right now we filmed that dream con we filmed that c2e2 the next convention that we're going to be at is uh atlanta uh it's anime week in atlanta cool. and we're just going we're just going convention to convention filming, talking with people, and trying to get that out there. So, yeah, that's uh, theblackgeekdocumentary.com. And then you can find our podcast at Geek Set Podcast everywhere. Again, we're the only podcast that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together. We talk about a lot of this same stuff, but, you know, we bring that barbershop flair to it. And, yeah, we talk <laughs> about, like, all the fandoms and things that we love. And then we interview people to give them that opportunity to geek out one of my favorite things to do is getting a A list celeb where especially when they're like got a lot of stuff going on and then people is like oh you know they're going to talk about this and like no we're just going to talk about how much we love like jojo's bizarre adventure or we're going to talk about like oh i really love you know tim drake over you know damian wayne like (laughs) that's that's The conversations that we have, because I everybody has a little bit of geek in them. Everybody loves either Star Wars or Star Trek Mm -hmm. or Marvel or DC or, Mm -hmm. you know, Dragon Ball Z or Naruto. So it's like, let's (laughs) talk about that. And so that's what we do on our podcast.
2: Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. I really have come to love Geek Set. Uh, Deuces and I crossed paths through a Twitter space. Yeah. um, (laughs) And I've, I've been listening on and off ever since. So definitely check out Geek Set if it sounds like something you're interested in. Check out Black Geek Documentary. Uh, Deuces, I know you do interviews and stuff on YouTube as well. So yeah. check out all of Deuces' stuff. It's definitely worth it. And Deuces is going to hang out with us on the post show for a little while, too. So if you are yeah. part of our Patreon, you can check that out. And hey, speaking, if you want of... Boy, that was rough. That was, hey. no, that was no sentence. <laughs> that was the words right just out of my kiss. mouth, baby. Anyway, you want more debate this content, but you just can't wait until two Tuesdays from now... Do you love hearing our voices and goofs and crave more for your ear holes? Well, you're in luck because if you subscribe to our Patreon for just five bucks, you're gonna lock the fourth Tuesday. Doing so will let us get nerdy with you and our Patreon Discord. And I should probably rewrite that script because it's it's the fifth Tuesday now. It's the fifth Tuesday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so many. And Office Drones is
2: coming back. Uh, Office Drones is coming back to uh, Patreon. So
1: yeah, so it'll be it'll be back in our Patreon feed the end of September. Sweet.
2: Excellent. Something to look forward to. I got to write that. Yeah, you sure do. Uh, Something for you to look forward to and something for you to check out if you do
0: subscribe to the Patreon. So until next time, I am Matt Cole. I am Kyle, bloodthirsty donut avatar of Mammon Harper. I'm Todd.
5: Cheesy fiesta potatoes like Hennessy gives me destructive (laughs) powers while also making things harder to do. Thomas.
1: And I'm Andrew, the Timbit of 83 Henderson. (laughs)
4: And I am deuces. Uh, Oh man, I I botched it. Okay, I am young, botched this deuces because I botched that.
2: (laughs) Excellent. And we are saying. Uh, if you, I, I didn't even I fucked up the outro Of the show That we've done For five years Five bye, years Okay bye everybody mate. Boy what a day um, <laughs> Swing sets hey. We're we're saying Thanks for debating with us And if you think we're wrong You can come fight us Behind the swing sets Nerds Ah <laughs>